Ladies and gentlemen, think gene therapy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me once again. CWN Sports. Bringing you all the things that you need to know about sports and life and culture all together. And there is there has been a lot going on. And one of the things that, that bothered me um, is this, this new culture that we have. It's actually not new. It, it's something that's been going on for a pretty long time now. Um, something that many of us in the hood would refer to as caping. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, it's the it's the idea that you have to swoop in and help every time someone is 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 questioned or attacked verbally um, because of what they do. I I I bring it up because this Mina Kimes thing really is something that, that 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 makes me wonder. It makes me wonder about the validity of aping. Like why are we why are we doing this? Why are we making this a thing? Why do we constantly go about why do we constantly go about feeling as if we can't just let people you know, defend themselves. So for those that don't know, about a week or, or so ago, or about a week ago, um, former San Francisco 49ers and various other um, organization quarterback, Jeff Garcia, had some really um, interesting things to say about Mina Kimes. I think that Mina Kimes had said something about um had said something about whether or not well said something about Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy Garoppolo not being very good to the to that extent. And Jeff Garcia's response to this was who the hell is Mina Kimes and what is the last time when is the last time she threw a touchdown pass in a game? Never ever has she taken a snap or can truly understand the ability, the mindset, the physical and mental toughness that it takes to play the QB position or any position in the NFL. The fact that there are people out there given a platform to talk about something that they have never done is hilarious. And that's how you have to look at her. She's a joke. She lets, she lets, so let's just laugh at her and support Jimmy. Root on our Niners to go out and beat the living F out of one of out of one more team. That's what it takes. She will never know that feeling. Can I get an amen? Peace. And I think that maybe he thought he was going to get a lot of back, a lot of, of a lot of support. Now here's the thing: when we break down what he said, there is a lot of this that makes sense. Mina Kimes is not an athlete. Mina Kimes is definitely not a quarterback, and she's never played in the NFL. So all of these things are right. Um, she may not know all of the, the intricacies of the game and what it takes to play the QB position. That's fine. But that's never been what she like positioned herself as. A lot of this is projection. And, and my biggest issue with it is when he starts to say she's a joke because she's not a joke. And, and this is not me having to defend her because like I said in, in the, in, in the column, she doesn't need defending. That's the problem with caping. This is just a guy ranting. He didn't even have the, he didn't even have the balls to at Mina Kimes. Now, when I have issues with somebody, on social media, I will act directly. I will put it directly to them so that they can see it because I want them to know that I'm talking about them. When I have issues, when I have issues with the Bucks, I take it directly to the Bucks. If I have issues with other writers, journalists, analysts, whatever, I, I take it directly to them because I want them to know, hey, 
I'm talking to you. If you are, if you were worried about who it was I was, I was referencing, I'm referencing you. But he doesn't do that. And so, like, the idea of calling her a joke is the part where it gets overboard. Because up until that point, nothing he said was wrong. She can't say, well, you know. Now, saying who the hell is Mina Kimes, you know, that's that's people trying to get their point across. It's not right. It's tactless, but we're not going to lose our mind over it. Saying somebody is a joke and that we should just laugh at them, that's, that's a little much. Not a little much, it's a lot much. And it's ridiculous, especially coming from Jeff Garcia. You know, it wasn't like Jeff Garcia was, you know, Peyton Manning. It wasn't like he was Eli Manning. It wasn't like he was Cooper Manning. He was Jeff Garcia. Decent quarterback, played with all the weapons in the world, still couldn't win. But from that came a week-long barrage of people flying to the defense of Mina Kimes. And you guessed it, mostly men. Mostly men. Stephen A. Smith coming to the defense. Brian Floyd coming to the defense. You know what I'm saying? Killing more coming to the defense. Name after name after name after name of people who consider themselves to be in the journalism world. People who are journalists, people who are analysts, people who are talking heads on television, all coming to the defense of Mina Kimes. You know what I'm saying? And and it only made it worse when, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo goes out there and lays an egg because now they're like, oh, well, they're going to not only flame Jeff Garcia, but validate what Mina Kimes said. Now, for all of this, when you if you were to go on to, if you were going to go on to, like, social media and try to look up Mina Kimes' response, you don't really see it. You don't really see it. And why is that? Like, like you have to ask yourself, why don't you see Mina Kimes responding to Jeff Garcia? Hmm? Anybody, anyone? Well, the reason you don't see Mina Kimes responding to Jeff Garcia is because Mina Kimes doesn't believe that what Jeff Garcia said was worth responding. And so if what Jeff Garcia says isn't worth responding, then why would she respond? You make a story out of something that doesn't need to have a story made out of it. You turn a person into a story that didn't need to have a story um, made out of him or out of her. You put her in the unenviable position of having to be somewhat taken aback by all of these men rushing to her defense as if she's this damsel in distress. It's really, really, like, did Mina Kimes say, hey, people, come protect me? Because I've seen, I've seen women post things in a manner that were looking for responses, looking for support. Mina Kimes didn't post anything. Mina Kimes didn't need Stephen A. Smith to give his stamp of approval. Mina Kimes didn't need every man at ESPN to come to her defense. Mina Kimes didn't need every man who writes a, a blog or a column or uh, 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 has a, a podcast to come to her defense. 
You know why? Because me, the Times is just trying to do a job. And if we're being honest about it, Mina Kimes is intelligent, funny, and self-deprecating. Her responses may have been much better than the responses that some of these men decided to defend her with. They may have been more clever. They may have been more poignant. But guess what? She didn't feel the need to dignify it with the response. So the, so the question is, fellas, why do you? I saw, the, I saw the comment, right? And my first initial thing was to go, eh, he's got some points, but that's stupid. It's exactly what I said. He's got some points, but that's stupid. Because if you're going to criticize Mina Kimes for that, then where is Jeff Garcia's criticism for almost every single analyst that's out there talking about football? Because Mina Kimes didn't say anything about Jimmy Garoppolo that we all haven't said ad nauseum. She's not even... She hasn't even said it on a platform that others on that same level of platform have not said it. Yet, he decided to come for Mina Kimes and not come for, come for the thousands of other guys who've never played sports and don't know what it's like to be a quarterback in the NFL. See, here's what I believe. Here's what I believe. I believe that Jeff Garcia thought that he was attacking the weak. And I believe that in the back of their mind, many of these men that went to defend Mina Kimes thought they were defending someone who was weaker. And that is the problem that we have. That is the, that is the, Buffer to true equality. Because these men never come to the defense of men when athletes or former athletes attack men this way. Because they expect that man to be able to fight back. Well, we're not talking about physical altercations anymore, gentlemen. We're talking about words. And there is no, there is there there is no weaker or stronger sex when it comes to words. There's only the people who know how to use them, and the people who don't. That's it. It's not a situation where we have to go back and say, "Oh well, this this writer needs to be defended because she." doesn't know how to use her words. Again, Mina Kimes isn't here because she's dumb. Mina, quite as it kept, Mina Kimes isn't here because she's gorgeous, which I think is a step in the right direction for ESPN. Hey, we're not just looking for the bombshell to put in front of a camera. We're looking for people who bring real legitimate insight an opinion to the game. Mina Kimes brings real legitimate insight and opinion to the game. And she's funny. And she's smart. And she's self-deprecating. What's not like what's not to like when she's in her role? Does that mean that I uh that I agree with everything that Mina Kimes says? Absolutely not. I think she says some dumb stuff sometimes. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I think they all say dumb stuff sometimes. I think I say dumb stuff sometimes. That's what happens when you talk for a living. When you talk for a living, at some point, you're going to say something that's dumb. You're going to say something 
that doesn't land well. You're going to say something that doesn't fit the narrative the way that somebody else wants it to fit. And when that happens, you have to own it, right? Because there are going to be times when you say something that is perfect and people are still going to try to trash it. Like Mina Kimes talking about how bad Jimmy Garoppolo is at playing quarterback. Everybody knows it, and yet people still out there try to like try to push the narrative that Jimmy G is somehow good. I don't understand it personally. I don't know what you guys see. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Like in my world, Jimmy G is not a guy that needs to be defended because he's good, right? The same way that I don't believe Mina Kimes needs to be defended because for her take. Jimmy G's a big boy. He gets paid a lot of money. So he has to suffer the slings and arrows that come with that position. Mina Kimes is a big girl. She gets paid a lot of money. So she has to suffer the slings and arrows that come with that decision. It's just that simple. What we're missing here is the equality. We're missing the opportunity for true equality, and that's the sad part, because it's right there for us. It's right there for us. It's right there where we can see it. This opportunity, this opportunity for equality is sitting there for everybody to take advantage of. And the only difference is, the only thing that's missing is for us to get out of the way and let it happen. Instead of us sitting back trying to cape, trying to rescue, trying to help out, Right, because our hearts are because we think our hearts are in the right place. We can just let things unfold because that's the way they need to unfold. We don't have to defend or we don't have to come to the defense of people who don't need to be defended. We don't need to always run to what we perceive to be the damsel in distress. These women are not, they're not, they're not vulnerable. They're not puppets. They don't exist in a world that need men to come to their aid. They are 100% capable of making decisions on their own. They're 100% capable of doing things in order to in order to defend themselves they're 100% capable of 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 fighting back especially when we're talking about in the world where we're not we're not referring to physical altercations if it's a battle of the mind i like i like mina kimes over Jeff Garcia. If it's a battle of the mind, my thought process is that Mina Kimes is there to win. If if it's a matter of the mind, in my opinion, Mina Kimes is a first round draft pick and Jeff Garcia is probably an undrafted free agent. If it's a matter of the mind, then we're not talking about levels. They're not on the same. They're not on the same one. So when we get in the way of progress, we do that because we just don't want to admit, we just don't want to admit that they don't need us. That's it. We don't have to come and rush to the aid of people who have never asked us to rush to their aid. 
That is our own hubris. That is our own cockiness. That is our own arrogance that gets in the way. And quite honestly, it's kind of sickening. So what's the equality that I'm referring to? What are we missing the opportunity to do? Well, that's simple. We are screwing up the opportunity for true equality because the sign of being equal isn't just to receive the positives. The sign of being equal is to also deal with the negatives. What do I mean? So years ago, or not even years ago, a couple years ago, you would not have seen a woman in Mina Kimes' role. Um, she is considered to be a football analyst, not um, not just a not just a reporter, not a beat writer. She's not Adam Schefter. Um, she's not she's not out there breaking news, um, and she's not a write, She's not even writing really anymore. That's not her main bag. Now she is operating as an analyst, which means she is being paid for her her opinion and and, and how she evaluates football. So with that, just like you know, the big swagoo gets backlash and criticism for things that he might believe, the same way that all of those other non-athletic white males who are out there doing evaluation work get 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 criticism for never playing the game mina kimes should be allowed to receive that same criticism she should be allowed to have to answer questions about what she believes or ignore it like a lot of these other guys do. The, the, the mark of true equality isn't just giving the opportunity. It's not just having the right to, to say it. It's having the right to the consequences from saying it. If we give Mina Kimes a pass on all of the things that she says that might be off base or that may not be perfect if we give her a pass on it and we say oh no 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 you can't criticize her because she's a woman then is that is that true equality because if she were a man people wouldn't hesitate to criticize her if criticism is necessary so if we want to be equal if we want things to be on a level playing field then we have to give the opportunity for that level playing field. We can't just sit around and go, oh, well, you know, it's okay. It's all right. So many times we do it, by the way. So many times we do it. And it's not, here's the crazy part. It's not just we do it with women. We do it in all walks of life where there has been equality and now we're trying to make up for it with our LBGTQ community, when they, when they make missteps, when they say things that aren't on the best, when they are, when they're off base, we're afraid to criticize them. Why? Because of the backlash. But when we don't criticize them, what we're really saying is, is that we fear the ramifications so much that we don't want the truth. And we don't want them to grow. It's almost like we're saying that that we don't believe they can grow. When when a black person says something wrong or and, and they're they're existing in a world that didn't used to be for them, that they weren't they weren't always afforded that opportunity in. If we don't give them backlash, if we don't if we don't correct them, if we don't criticize them, then what we're saying is, is they're too fragile to receive criticism, that they won't be able to handle it, that it might, it might, it might, it might destroy their confidence. And we all know that that's not the case. 
We all know that's not the case. It, it's amazing to me because we're, we live in a society that can be so harsh. We live in a, in a society that could be so like so bluntly um, obtuse. And yet, when given the opportunity to fairly criticize, or when we are met with someone who might be fairly criticizing, instead of choosing to say, okay, we're going to let that person be criticized, be and, and, and watch how they handle the situation to see how they respond. Instead of doing that, we come out with the capes. And we feel as if we have to rescue them. That's not real equality. You know what, you know what real equality is? Real equality is allowing somebody the opportunity to be bad at their job. Hey, black man, as a, as a coach, as a head football coach in the NFL, you have, we want you to have the opportunity to be a head football coach in the NFL. We also want you to have an opportunity to be fired when you don't succeed. The problem that we have with it is that we try to we don't we don't try to protect them. We don't not the problem, excuse me, but the thing is is we don't try to protect them. So when Brian Flores gets fired after two seasons with the Dolphins, after three seasons with the Dolphins, two of which were winning seasons, people go, "Yeah, but they don't all rush out to his defense." Some people say it's wrong, but they don't cape for him. Mina Kimes deals with, 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 with a lot of people who believe that she's in a position that she didn't earn. That she's in a position that she's not qualified to, to be in. But all of those people who say that, most of them have no clue what they're talking about. The the interesting part that comes with the Jeff Garcia situation is that he actually does know what he's talking about when he says that Mina Kimes doesn't understand what it's like to be an NFL quarterback. But they're not paying her to be an NFL quarterback. They're not paying her to know what it's like to be an NFL quarterback. They're paying her to give her opinion on what she sees in the game and her analysis of the game. And in her analysis of the game, guess what? Jamie Garoppolo is trash. The funny part is that's the analysis of everybody. Yet, when we see others get criticized for how they feel about a certain player, for instance, when people are criticized for when, when writers and analysts are criticized for saying that Lamar Jackson has limitations, the world doesn't come to their defense. Why? Because they're wrong? No, because they're men. And if we want true equality, it can't be we don't come to their defense because they're men. It has to become we're not going to come to your defense because you do this word thing for a living. And so you should be able to defend yourself verbally. That is when we will achieve true equality. True equality across the board. Why should, why, should, why should there be gay and lesbian marriage? Because gay and lesbian people deserve the right to be as miserable in marriage as they deserve to be happy in marriage. Brittany Griner has every right to be able to get married and then divorced from her wife 
when she finds out that a baby that her wife is having isn't a baby that she signed off on having. That's true equality. She has a right. She should have to pay alimony to her wife, her ex-wife, the same way a man should have to pay alimony to his ex-wife. Because that's true equality. True equality is not cherry-picking all of the good stuff to give to someone while allowing them to forego any of the negative. That's just not what, that's not what we do. So in sports, as a coach, as a coach, I make it a point that things are fair. Things are fair, but they're not always equal. And the fact that they're not equal is what makes it fair. How can I be, how can I hold the backup's feet to the fire at the same level as I hold the starter's feet to the fire when I know I've been working with the starter more. So I can't. But if I work with everybody equally because I don't have a starter, because I just have a a, a platoon of people who play, now I can hold everybody's feet to the fire equally. And it's not me giving the praise out. That's where the equality lies. The equality lies when I got to cut your head off. When I have to chastise or admonish somebody, that's where the equality comes. Because now, right? Because now, if I'll tell off the guy who everybody thinks is the star, the same way that I tell off the guy who sits at the end of the rotation, now everybody in between has to do what? They all have to come, they all have to come to Jesus. They all have to get in line. They all have to be accountable. Because if not, they know that their head is going to get lopped off. That's the sign of true equality. That's when we that's when we will find ourselves on this equal playing field. That's where, that's where it comes from. That's what it is. Why are we so afraid of it? Why are, why are we so uh, why are we so quick to like deny ourselves the opportunity for true equality? Because it's out there. Freedom of speech is not free from consequences. Freedom of speech is not free from retaliation. Freedom of speech is not free from somebody calling you a clown, for somebody saying that you're stupid, for someone saying that you're a joke. Does it make it does it make it true? No. It doesn't make it it doesn't make it um false but it doesn't make it true the end of the day we know what we bring to the table at the end of the day we're aware of what we bring to the table correct so if we're aware of what we bring to the table and what we're dealing with is a situation where people find themselves um, where people find themselves lacking, right? Where people find themselves without, um, where people find themselves without, uh, without, without reason. You know what I'm saying? When there's no reason for them, when they don't have any, when they don't have any direction with it, we're going to get what we get, which is people saying things that don't make any sense. And we should allow them to say things that don't make any sense. Because 
the people that they aim those or they lob those 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 inaccurate statements to they have the opportunity to know they've made it hey um the 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 moment i knew that i was a real analyst that 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 people were actually listening to what i was saying was when i started getting criticism for what i said i had someone write me on my um on my youtube channel and they wrote man when you when you talk about sports and you and you just keep stick to sports everything is great when you start race baiting it's awful and un and 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 and, and unwatchable and in my brain, I was trying to figure out when did I race bait? Because in my head, all I do is tell the truth, right? But I knew, okay, so that person's criticizing me. That means they're listening. If that person's lobbing criticism at me, that means they're invested in what I'm saying. Whether I agree with them or not, whether I think that they're telling the truth or I think that they're being sensitive whatever it might be when i get negative feedback that allows me to look at myself and go does it is does this have merit the answer is yes okay cool that person has something legitimate to say now i'm going to make an adjustment but then also if i say well this doesn't have any merit then I'm going to move on and just appreciate the hater for the hater. That's all we have to do. I mean, that's all we get to do. And so that's how we know it's equality. If people are never, if, if people don't, you know, get on me the same way they would get on somebody else, right? If they don't get on me the same way they would get on somebody else, do they really respect me? Do I really matter? If I'm allowed to just get the free pass because nobody wants to step on my toes because they don't want to have to deal with the angry black man, is that real equality? If I get a pass because they think, oh man, he's he's done, he's suffered enough. And they have valid criticism. And I don't take it, then I'm not getting any better. I'm worse. And who wants to be worse when these things? So for 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 women like Mina Kimes and anybody who does those jobs, for women in sports that are male dominated, whether that be in front offices or that be in coaching staffs, there are gonna come times when these women who, who are making their way in the NFL right now, right? There's gonna come a time where these women are gonna be given position groups by themselves. They're gonna be the running backs coach, the linebackers coach, the wide receivers coach. And then their job will begin. And then the real, the real mission will begin. Because then all of the people will be there, right? And now when when their when their when their position group doesn't perform well, who's gonna get blamed? They will. The same way that the wide receivers coach gets blamed with the team when the wide receivers don't do well. And the quarterback's coach gets blamed when the quarterbacks don't do well. Or the hitting coach gets blamed when nobody's hitting the ball. Or the pitching coach gets blamed when nobody's throwing the ball well. That's what happens. That's true equality. Right? So if these women are allowed to be bad at their job... And then, and then be subsequently ridiculed when they're bad at their job. 
then that makes it easier for the job to come back and go, thank you. But no, thank you. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. I, I could be, it could be one of those things. You know what I love seeing? I love seeing women defend women. I don't know what it is, but I think that there's a, a nobility in it because so many times we're led to believe that women don't like each other. For whatever reason that might be, that's what we, we that's what we're fed whether we're fed that through conversations with others or we're fed that through the media, you see a lot of beef. But what you don't see a lot of is the unity. And it's it's actually sad because we all know that women rock for women. It's more it's more prevalent than 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 we're allowed to to be exposed to, but we know that women rock for women. And I love to see it. I love to see women come to the defense of other women when people try to, you know, cast aspersions on their name. They try to discredit them, disqualify them, because I understand the power of that unit when they're together. It's the same thing as, as, as me loving when I see black people come to the defense of black people and um, people in the LBGT community coming together for a common cause and supporting one another and coming to their defense. If we can't rely on each other, then who can we rely on? The interesting part is that what I think is the problem is when men arbitrarily decide that they want to defend women. Because a lot of times, as I've said before, Women aren't looking for men to save them. Um, and, and it's kind of a slap in the face, um, if, if we're being honest about it. The, the thought process that we as men have to get out of, the thing that we have to be able to dismiss, is that we are somehow at the top of the food chain when it comes to the way things should or should not be done. We're not, we don't hold a monopoly on it. And so am I, am I upset when I see men rush to the defense of some of these female journalists that are being criticized out there? I'm not upset, but I'm more disappointed because like I've said before, in the world of words, there are no superior or inferior. If you see a woman and, and a man is, is attacking her on the street, obviously you want to help because in many cases, that man is going to be physically superior to that woman. You're going to want to help. That only makes sense. But when we're talking about this word game, as I stated earlier, women don't, they, they, they wield the same level of muscle. They, they develop and they build their mind the same way that a man develops and builds his mind. And in many cases, because women mature faster than men do, they build it up a lot faster and they tend to be more willing to be elastic with their thoughts and their beliefs. Whereas men get a lot more rigid. So when you get someone like Mina Kimes, when you get someone like Mina Kimes out there who is putting her opinion, her evaluations, her beliefs in the realm of football out there for others to digest, she's doing that, understanding that there can be criticism behind it. I, I don't know Mina Kimes, but I would assume that people like her welcome the criticism. They, they welcome the scrutiny. How else do you get better? How else do you improve if you don't at some point fail and or come up short somewhere? How, how else do you begin to adjust how your actions and your thoughts 
if no one ever points out to you the flaws in your logic. So equality, equality for me, it doesn't have to be for anyone else. That's why it's called gene therapy. Equality for me is seeing women be criticized the same way that you would criticize a man and not feeling as if you're going to hurt her feelings because you told her you didn't agree with her thought process. That's asinine. These, these women are strong and powerful the same way that these men are strong and powerful. These, these women in the business are, are, are tough because they've had to be tough. They've had to break through all of the, the BS in order to get where they are today. They've had to work to continue to improve so that they can get where they are today. This didn't, this didn't happen for them over, overnight. And even if it happened for Mina Kimes faster than it's happened for other women, she still recognizes the struggle of her people. The same way that I, as a black man, recognize that I might not have had it as difficult as some of the black men who've come before me, but I still recognize what they've been through. And I carried them with me. I carried the torch for them the same way that Mina and, and, and women just like, just like her carry that torch for women that came before them. Because it, there, there are people like Pam Oliver that made it possible for all of these, these, these female sideline reporters to be taken seriously for something other than their beauty. There are people like Michelle Tafoya out there who have been in the trenches forever. There are, there are those that have paved the way so that women can be respected in male-dominated sports beyond just their looks. So then when we get a young lady who gets out there and is able to be so to, to be respected for something other than her looks when she's criticized or ridiculed fairly or not we need to respect the fact that she can handle herself that's the that's the final frontier when it comes to equality across the board when it comes to equality for men and women, when it comes to equality in races, when it comes to equality in religion, like the, the opportunity to ridicule and to criticize is just as important as the support. So if we, we, we can't shun them from it, we can't, we can't shield them from it, we can't block them from it because when we do, we stunt the growth. Got to be willing to allow the backlash to happen. And then allow those people to respond to the backlash to see if they can A, handle it, which I have no doubt they can, but B, whether or not there are changes and or improvements on both sides when it comes to the situation in the future. I think it's really interesting when, when men decide on their own, hey, I'm just going to save her. Meanwhile, we look at the at these women and they don't look like they need saving. So who are you trying to save? Are you trying to save her or are you trying to save yourself? What's your what's your motive? What's your motive? What's your what's your thought process on it? If you're if you're a man and you're out here trying to actively, you know, um, defend women, I really want to know what your motive is. Is it just that? Hey, you know what? 
I think that's wrong and I want to and I want to say something. Okay, cool. But that means you have to say something every time. You can't be you can't pick and choose. You can't cherry pick. Or is it something else? Are you trying to gain favor? Are you clout chasing? Because that's what it feels like a lot of times. When I see these defenses, these hollow defenses, oh, such as Samita Combs is really good at her job and way better at her job than you were at yours. Really? That's you had to come out with the cape on for that? That's what you came up with? Some of these defenses are so innocuous that you wonder if they really are defenses or if just somebody wanted their voice to be heard. I don't know. And quite honestly, I don't really even care to find out anymore. Equality for me means it's time for us fellas to take a step back, put the cape in the put the cape in the drawer, and let these and let these women fight these battles that they are more than capable of fighting themselves. And if it gets physical and we need to come back into it, then you know what? We know where the cape is. Until then, put it down, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been another episode of Gene Therapy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. I appreciate you joining CWN Sports. It's been a um, really, really fantastic week of sports, and, and, and it seems like there's no end in sight. So enjoy it. Enjoy it, and we will be back with you again here real soon. Peace. Thank you.